Yeah, well, I think this is a perfect time to uh, talk about our own childhood and our own childhood trauma and, and parents. And um, we've, we Buckle have brought up. up. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. Um, and QR therapists. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 88 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your Sorting Hats production of Hocus Pocus Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. I put a spell on you! <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. And you should leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to let other mm-hmm. theater nerds know where they can find us that's right like review subscribe all the things um down below (laughs) to find out more about the theater nerd cult check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on instagram and threads at theater nerd pod and on facebook at theater nerd podcast in today's episode we're discussing parent pairs All right, Rachel, here we are. Happy Monday. Oh, happy Monday, Taylor. I guess now I can say we're deep into October. <laughs> yeah, I guess now. Yeah. yeah. Spooky season. Ooh. It's in full effect. Yeah. Uh, finally, have the weather decided, has turned. Have you decided what you're being for Halloween? Uh, am like, I going to be you dressed up at your work? Yeah, we always do it at work. And I last year, I think I was a one i was one of the 101 dalmatians so cute um like the musical (laughs) all of us it was so funny our boss was cruella deville and then the rest of us were (laughs) on the dalmatians that's amazing so i think it's going to be something similar i don't know i don't plan it for our work Ah. because we we do like a group costume someone Mm -hmm. else does and so they just tell me what to do that's fun. What about you? Can you dress up? I do work on Halloween. That's one of my holidays this year, which is funny. Um, and I don't know if I, I think I can wear like a fun t-shirt or I don't think I can wear like actual like a costume, like a dinosaur inflatable costume or something. That would <laughs> be though. so great. I know. It would be amazing. I We have not decided. We talked about doing um, our little baby as a little pumpkin spice latte and then i'll be the starbucks worker and and my wife can be like a basic white girl (laughs) (laughs) so um we'll see uh time will tell you're not gonna be barbie no barbie well i wanted as as before we adopted our child i wanted to be barbie and then my wife was going to be oppenheimer but and then i did make a joke of maybe my our son could just be like a giant pink atomic bomb (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and be like the mix of the two 
Or maybe he could be a movie ticket and then we're both Barbie and Oppenheimer. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. I like that um, idea. Yeah. But I don't know. Who knows? I mean, Not to be confused with the golden ticket for Willy Wonka. It's true. Timothy Chalamet. Or that, yeah, that new trailer that came out was wild. This, that movie's, this movie's going to be <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> so interesting. I'm crying. Okay. Well, today we're talking about parents, um, parent pairs, as you guys have seen. But before we get into our main course today, we have to get to our appetizer, which is bruschetta. Bruschetta? Bruschetta? That's how I, I say I bruschetta. Kinda, yeah, I know. Uh, I don't. I always say bruschetta and people correct me, but I just think it's fun. <laughs> and that's, Taylor really likes to enunciate all of the yeah, letters in salmon, the word. Salmon. No, um, you do not say salmon. I mean, for comedic effect. And <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, of course, our weekly Broadway theater news segment what's the buzz what's the buzz tell me what's happening 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 it's honestly such a bop it is a bop you're right because i had a friend tell me they listen and they were like i love the what's the buzz music (laughs) and you're like wow thank you at rachel uh, I did not write the music. No, but you, you thought of the idea for what's the buzz with the name. Oh, so funny! I, I mean, you know. Yeah, it was amazing. Things exactly. happen. Sometimes I contribute. In case people are wondering, <laughs> you do contribute. You're hot. You are fifty percent of this podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, Jay. Well, our first item of business is uh, dates. Speaking of Les Mis from last week, dates and venues. Yeah set for Les Mis, the Arena Spectacular World Tour, which is a mouthful. Ooh. Um, I know. Ooh. Starting September 2024, um, and it's going to 15 countries and regions, which is exciting. I uh, just feel like they were like, let's get the band back together. Like, yeah, that's the vibe like, of this tour. Is this like the Eras Tour, but for Les Mis? <laughs> It's be they were like Beyonce had her world tour mm-hmm. and and uh Taylor Swift's having hers and the Jonas brothers are coming back in the US and so we gotta do something. Mm-hmm. I swear that was what was the table read for that. Yeah. And I hope they have like all Valjeans that have ever played him that are still alive, like Hugh Jackman's there, Alfie Bowie, I think was is his name. Um, I think that Ramin Carol Malou, like yeah, all of them. I love yeah. him. I mean, I think that we will get a recording out of this. Uh, oh, for sure. We'll get a video recording for sure. That too. But I think we'll get an album recording. I will say, I don't know if I said this when we saw, watch, when we talked about Les Mis on our Lala Bland, but I love the 25th anniversary recording with, um, it does have Nick Jonas, but um, it has um, Norm Lewis as Javert, which I think is like the best. The best. Like, it yeah. makes me... Lo- I've said on this show before, I don't love Javert's songs and things like that, but he makes me love them because he's so good. So He's amazing. Yeah. Speaking of... Listen, we have two Speaking two of- items of news this week talking about Sunset Boulevard, but um, Sarah Brightman is going to star in Sunset Boulevard in Australia, which is wild. 
I just, I mean, who is she being in Sunset Boulevard? The, the main, the main, what's her name? I forgot. I, don't thought, know I mean, she's in her 60s. I just was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sarah Brightman, that is crazy. Um, claim to fame as being one of the best actors in Cats and marrying well, also Sir original, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Right. And also the original Christine Dye in Phantom of the yes. Opera. True, true. Yes. Um, Norma Desmond is who she's playing. Norma, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and re- most recently, we saw a production of this at the Kennedy Center with um, Stephanie J. Block, Derek Klena, um, all of that. And then, yeah, this is Which I didn't transfer. About, yeah, I don't know much about Sunset Boulevard. It's a movie. Yes, it is a movie. And I've yeah. seen the movie. And I assume mm. that the musical is based off of the same premise where it's right. this actress who used to mm-hmm. be in silent movies and silent. And she thinks that she's basically Hollywood thinks she's past her prime and she swindles a young, beautiful screenwriter, mm-hmm. writer, whatever, to help her with her movie coming back to the movies or whatever. And mm-hmm. anyway, but like it ends kind of. In a tragic way, I, yeah. If I remember correctly, right. That's what I so, thought. We have a mutual yeah. friend that was in a regional upstate, like New York, production with Alice Ripley. That's which right. Which is really cool. So crazy, super crazy. Um, what else do we? This is very exciting news, Rachel. What else do we got on the docket? <laughs> um, in crazy fashion. Jordan Fisher was announced to come star as Orpheus in Hades Town starting on November 20th. So crazy. Whoa. If I you know. recall, Jordan Fisher somewhat recently in Dear Evan Hansen, right before Dear Evan Well, Hansen. and Sweeney Todd. Well, and Sweeney Todd. Yeah. And also, I've heard that there might be, like, my sister actually told me there might be some drama about him, like, leaving shows or like not being consistent or something like why he left Sweeney Todd early. I don't know. Like he's getting a bad rap or something. I don't know. I don't know if this is true, but Mm, yeah, (laughs) I, I am curious how he takes, how he takes direction. Yeah. I don't know about the, you know, him getting a bad rap, but I wonder if directors find him a bit Hollywood. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, he had done Hamilton before as well, so that's where he met Tommy Kale, I'm sure, and that's how he probably he probably auditioned for Sweeney Todd, but I'm sure he he knew Tommy from that. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just interesting. I don't know, and we do not. Um, if you follow him on social media, he had like an arm surge, like something went wrong with his arm or, or his shoulder or something, right? Didn't he yeah, have, like, I think so. he had some kind of surgery. So that may have been why he left Sweeney Todd, and all of this is like not true at all. So, yeah, yeah, but very interesting well, casting. Right yeah, super interesting casting. Yeah, for sure. Um, New York City Centers announced some players. Is this for? Is this for? It's not for a show. It's just. Yeah, it's for their shows, right? Or are they having productions? Maybe I'm wrong. Yes, okay. So this is for multiple shows, which is very exciting. So 
Um, they announced that Billy Porter, Michael Yuri, um, Jaquina Kalakango, is that how you say it? Sure. Uh, uh, Tony winner for Paradise Square. Yeah. So they will all be joining New York City oh, Center. So quick to open and quick to close. Right. New York City Center's encore. So it says here joining Sutton Foster as Prince Winifred in Once Upon a Mattress, Michael Yuri as Prince Dauntless. Oh my gosh. Yes. Amazing. Also, the production features a new concert adaptation by Amy Sherman Palladino, of course, creator of Gilmore Girls, my favorite show of yes. all time. Um, the cast of Jelly's Last Jam includes Billy Porter as Chimney, um, Jaquina Calacango as Anita. And some original cast members from its original um, run in 1992. um, Closing out the 30th encore season is Titanic featuring Bonnie Milligan as Alice Beanie. And it's directed by Annie Kaufman. Um, Yeah, super exciting. That's so exciting. I know. Lots happening. I wonder which show will transfer to Broadway. Ah. What show do you think will transfer to Broadway? I mean, I would, if I if I was a betting person, I would bet on Once Upon a Mattress. That's my guess. Sutton Foster. Um, I guess just because I feel people know it. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. Yeah. And it's funny, and it's, I mean, Michael yeah, Urie will also be in, if Spamalot's still running, he'll also be in Spamalot, so. That's crazy. I know. Wild. Ah, spam a lot. This is a double exciting and sad news. <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Literally I'm like a day running. after each other. Uh, this yeah. Happened. So yeah. this week, this past week, we found out that Shucked is going to launch a national tour in fall of 2024. So very soon. Very soon. Uh, let us not forget they have already announced that they are opening in the west end so they have two things going for them i found out this week also that shucked is coming to nashville as one of the Mm. places on the tour so that's that's exciting exciting yeah but we also found out big sad and i knew i felt like i knew it was coming Mm -hmm. um with all their announcements but the show shucked will be closing january 14th 2024 r.i.p r.i.p yeah yeah. yeah, we again like Rachel. Literally, I think they, I think they announced it like literally a day after each other, like yeah. national tour, and we were like, "Yay! Oh my gosh!" And then literally the next day, Rachel and I were like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. I mean, I think some someone said to me, "Don't you think it ran like it was so short of a run?" And I guess yes, but I think also. This goes back to the whole, what do you decide to do with your show, right? Mm-hmm. The momentum that this show has, like, it's going to run. It's going to have shows now that are very much sold out. I don't know what it was like over the last few months, but when I went to see it, obviously, it was very much sold out shows. Right. Um, You know, so, like, they've had, and then they won Tony, or, you know, they performed at the Tonys and all that stuff. And so there have been more people who came post that. And I would say they will probably have a really good ticket sales from now until January. So they like are doing a good job in the business side of things. Mm -hmm. And then they'll literally a few months later, they will go on tour and open in the West end. So I feel 
like they they will have a legacy that won't be yeah. one where it's like okay like are you how are you guys doing does that right. make sense for sure and i'm sure eventually they'll get license it'll be licensed and people will be able to do it and then that will um like people will be able to see the show because i'm sure it is a show that would be fun to see regional, it would be so fun. Like, regional theaters do it and all of that yes it'd be yeah. so fun to see kids so fun. Uh, although kids wouldn't do it but yeah regional theaters not junior <laughs> lots of editing in that yeah um I mean, people love when kids make adult jokes. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Um, Corey Cott extends his run in Moulin Rouge through February 4th, and also Pearly Victorious extends their Broadway run through February 4th as well. Lots of things happening Crazy. through February 4th. <laughs> February, yeah, through February yeah. 4th, guys. Yeah. Well... Something that is so exciting. We officially opened two shows on Broadway. We officially opened them? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you and me. Yeah, you and me are the producers, obviously. Yeah. Um, And so happy opening to Gutenberg and Merrily We Roll Along. That's right. I just want to say the press for both of these shows is just too cute it's too it's cute amazing to both of it, yeah the both PR, of them, yeah so it's incredible so cute. like they were on yeah. the jimmy fallon show uh it's mm-hmm. just uh, gutenberg was on and that was so cute and then there was a really sweet like i think today uh good morning america or maybe today show yeah oh today show yeah, yeah. What with um merrily we roll along and it mm-hmm. just was so it just is so sweet and That's i'm amazing. i just i'm very excited for the yeah. entire cast and crew of both shows i mean potentially the best musical and best revival musical right here so yeah you're not winner, wrong. tony winners kind of crazy yeah. It is crazy. Last but not least, the uh, I mean, the openings are very exciting, but maybe the most exciting of all is all the pictures of all these shows. So many pictures this week. It was like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Photographers were getting paid. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, people be in the photo shoots. That's right. So we have pictures of new pictures of Titus Burgess in Moulin Rouge. He's looking amazing. So great. Like he's having so much fun. I know. So much fun. Speaking of fun, Mrs. Doubtfire, the tour, which Rachel will see. Do you know when you're seeing it? Next month. Oh, my goodness. So soon. Um, I think it, it's November. I'm seeing it November 9th. Nice. Wow. Last that's a month so now. Yeah. I know. So uh, Mrs. Doubtfire tour with Rob McClure. <laughs> LOL. Um, those photos, uh, another rhyme coming up, Corbin Blue and Constance Wu in Little Shop of Horrors. That wig on Constance Wu, I just gotta say. Yeah. Not good. But also, it, it's so funny, like, Corbin's, Corbin Blue's pants could not be any higher. Like, I truly, I was like, wow. I'm telling you, they're trying to make him look like a nerd. It's working. He he does look nerdy. I don't know. Does he? I don't know. He looks like a cute little nerd. I yeah. want to see him in the show. I feel like he is blowing the roof off mm. of singing these songs. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny. So funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm more interested in her because I don't think I've ever heard her sing. I'm not sure I either. I'm just like it's so fascinating. And the, she, it's not like she has a small part, you know. No. It's just no. it's a small. I mean, not, it's not a big cast either. It's just like 
them and the plants and the narrators. Yeah. And the, and, and the guy who plays all the other characters. Right. Um, I can get it for you wholesale, which is playing at Classic Stage Company, starring Santino Fontana, Tony winner for, um, what did he win for? Tootsie. Isn't Tootsie. it Tootsie? Yeah, Tootsie. And don't, oh. don't forget Julia Lester. Oh, right. She's in the show. Yeah. So good. Yeah. The photos look amazing. It makes me want to go see it for sure. It does look amazing. I wonder. It's such a, the only thing I don't, like the title is very clunky. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I guess maybe it's a line in the show. Maybe it's is all. Is this a revival or is this a new show? No, I think it's a new show. I think it's an original show. I could be wrong. Rachel's looking it up while we look it up. I can get it for you wholesale as a revival. I thought oh, so. Oh, I thought it was an original show. Look at that. Music um, uh, produced, no, music and lyrics by Harold Rome, 1939. Wow. Let's see when it opened on Broadway. Oh 1962. One time oh. it has run on Broadway. Wow. Maybe it'll, and maybe we'll get a revival of it. 300 performances. Oh my gosh. That's like nothing. And wasn't Barbara Streisand in it? Am I crazy? <laughs> I don't know. She Is was. Like... Barbara Streisand was Miss Miss uh, Marvel Stein or something. Miss Wholesale? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I knew I knew this show. Yeah. Wow. On. Is that who Julia Lester's playing? The... Um, Julia Lester is playing who Barbara Streisand Love played, that. yes. Love that for her. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. amazing? Amazing. Um, wow. Well, I hope this yeah. and a, I would say, I would say there's another cast member who was just doing, uh, who was just Audrey in Little Shop of Horrors, who's now in the show Joy Wood. So mm, she's also in, starring in the show. Love yeah. that. Love that. Amazing. Um, well, spam a lot press shots, Rachel. What do you think of these? I. Now I need to go. I Ethan need to go Slater looks it. incredible. I just he looks say. incredible. Have you seen him when he says, come see the show? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I don't know oh, his God. Part. I, I don't remember his part. Like, Spamalot is just one of those moments where if you, the people you know are Lady of the Lake and King Arthur and then everyone right. else, you're like, who are you again? Yeah. Um, but well, Lancelot. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, Lancelot. Yeah. But uh, it's so good. Uh, love this yeah i really the, the photos look so good michael yuri i i don't normally think michael yuri is like hot stuff <laughs> but there's something about that blonde wig that's like or maybe that's his hair that's like really doing it for me oh my gosh i love He's this so cute i love this um and speaking of sunset boulevard we got photos of jamie lloyd sunset boulevard starring nicole schwerzinger yeah. Of um, was she in the Spice Girls? Is that where she's from? <laughs> Why are you asking me all these questions, Taylor? <laughs> you were the one who was like, wasn't um, wasn't Barbara Streisand in that? Okay, because I knew I knew dolls. that she's in the Pussycat, Pussycat dolls. dolls. I had to look this one up. You know, oh my god, people are gonna come for us because we're like, wasn't she? Who are these famous was, like, people? Spice Girls? Yeah. Um, apparently. This is playing at the Savoy Theater in London. Apparently, it's like amazing. amazing. Yeah. It looks amazing. It does look amazing. Her also, her arms look amazing. Mm-hmm. Just, I yeah. don't know what she paid those PR people to get those shots of her arms, but she looks great. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we got then, Gutenberg. 
We have Barely we roll along. Barely we roll along. Which look amazing. But last but not least, Taylor, give them this this last one. Yes, this last one is maybe the best out of all of them. <laughs> this is our okay. uh, non-replica, non-replica production of Frozen in Norway that is playing right now. Amazing. And I'm just loving these non-replica productions. We had Wicked either last week or two weeks ago in in Germany. Is that where it is? I think so, yeah. Oh, Switzerland. No, in Switzerland. Switzerland. That's yeah. right. <laughs> we can't remember. Probably and then can. Frozen in Norway. So I love... Also, I just... It just makes me think, like, how creative Broadway could be if they let, you know, them do different things all the time. So. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I wonder about the production in terms of, you know... I do think it would be cool if, you know, we rebranded Frozen and mm-hmm. did... This version, but I also I mean these know these that. photos are so cool. They it looks so cool. Yeah. It looks really cool. It also reminds me of like I mean I guess this is just a more updated version, but the the next to normal right now that's playing at 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 Dumar Warehouse is looks amazing. So good, incredible. Yeah, yeah. That set design is just incredible. So love that that's all we got for you this week for our what's the buzz segment so fun or our what was the advertiser again bruschetta oh yes bruschetta as as taylor likes to say to move on to our main course rachel what is what is our main course today um i'm really loving this this yeah oh a beef bolognese spaghetti bolognese yeah i love it I love it. A ba- Balangazi or whatever. Yeah, Balangazi. Balangazi. Good night. Yeah. Good yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that we're sticking with an Italian theme for the most part. <laughs> it's just like the first thing that comes into my head. I said True. sushi a while ago. Yeah, you did. You did. No, you're right. You're right. Next um, time I'll think of something more fall related. Okay. No. More yeah. it's okay. pumpkin spice related. Yes, I have made pumpkin ravioli before, and it's very good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is my cat doing behind me? I don't know. They're, like, being hooligan. Um, so but, yes, it. today we are talking about parent pairs. Not to be confused with all pair. Just want to put that out there. And or pears, the fruit. Yes, mm-hmm, the fruit. That's right. We're not talking about fruit today. Or parents. Although, or parakeets. Mm-hmm. anything yeah. that or a parrot we, yeah yeah the kind <laughs> yeah <laughs> or uh uh yeah or paris we're not talking about paris yeah or paris hilton it's yeah. a sad time or, here that yeah. the internet lots of things we're not talking about <laughs> so what really are we talking about, about yeah. Taylor? So we're, we are what talking are about characters parent characters today And I'm excited about this. There's lots of, uh, even going through the, I literally just Googled musicals and plays and um, just went through a list and looked at how many parents I could, you know, find. Oh, that's good. And there's lots of parents in shows, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't attack my, my list that way. I did think, hmm, by the categories that we were talking about. Yes. And then try to come mm-hmm. up with some. But I will say, one of the things I found while trying to parse out the parents that I had thought about. Furball. 
Cat Mitchell is just slowly turning into a cat. <laughs> I did not for the audience write any cats down yeah. as good parents. She's slowly but... turning into Skimble Shanks. <laughs> oh. oh yes, the best yes. one. Yeah. Um, no, I thought no, you yeah. would like that. Thank you. But uh yes, no. So um okay, what I was thinking about when I was looking at my parent pairs was just how part of theater itself, I most of mine are musicals, but how mm-hmm. most musicals and plays exaggerate parents and the character like the the issues with a parent as it relates to the protagonist so that there's some kind of drama or mm-hmm. issue or schism or whatever. And while I was thinking about that, I actually ended up looking because I wanted to know what the internet said when I typed in terrible or what is the word you use? Horrible, horrible, horrible yeah. parents in musicals and plays. And there wasn't a list to my surprise, but yeah, there we're the was, first coming out here. There was a Prezi presentation. If you guys remember what Prezi is, Ooh, wow, I love back Prezi. To school. Yeah. And there about how the archetypes of parenthood or like parent roles and using musicals as an ex- example. And so I'll link mm. to that. I have no idea who made this. I don't know how old they were. I also don't know how accurate some of these things are as it relates to like, I really hope it was like Josh Gad in college. <laughs> <laughs> like this is, <laughs> it wasn't that yeah. well done. I mean, it's well mm-hmm. done. But it's not like that well done. But anyway, I just found it very interesting because it was true. It felt like there was no normal attachment style that Mm -hmm. parents and their children have in any musicals or plays that I could think of that felt like, oh, this is perfectly healthy and normal and good because the whole point, right, of a musical or of a play is to add drama, is to be a snapshot into the flair of, you know, things that are going on. So I just wanted to say that, that that was challenging. Yeah. Well, I think this is a perfect time to uh, talk about our own childhood and our own childhood trauma and, and parents. And um, we've, we have brought up, up. yeah, here we are. Um, and QR therapists. <laughs> just kidding. Um, Bring them in. <laughs> we've talked about Barb and Tim way more than, Michelle and Steven, my parents. They're avid. That's because Barb and <laughs> yeah. Tim are avid listeners. Yes, and Barb especially likes yeah. to call in after mm-hmm. she listens. We're going to do a call in show someday, and Barb's going to call in. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but I don't know. Do you, do you ever like watch a show and you think about like your own parents when you watch a show? I don't know if I've ever. Sometimes oh, I'll think about character. I'll, sure. I'll I'll do that with TV a lot, but I'm trying to think about. I guess I do that with musicals too. But I would say the I I'm not sure as an adult I do this because right. I am very aware that m- most of the time the musicals I'm watching are not complex enough to like be an accurate representation of both my parents and my own feelings about my parents. Mm. Um, I think though as a kid as a teenager for sure and one Mm -hmm. of the yeah one of the musicals in particular and I I don't necessarily think that maybe I was thinking about my parents but definitely other people's parents fit into this role so there's one musical in particular I'll mention later 
and there are many different there's one particular parent pair in there that is just struggling to figure out how to parent their child one of Mm. them wants to be super uh, is it authoritarian god now i don't know super strict (laughs) (laughs) the prezi i just came a parent but yeah so you know one where it's like they want to be super strict and have all the rules and the other one that just wants to like comfort the child and kind of to the point mm-hmm. where neither of them are actually being present to the child and my parents were yeah. not right like this is this is obviously an exaggerated version of anything that we might exp- most of us experience there obviously ourselves right. definitely experience something real like that mm-hmm. but i can remember thinking about the the dad in that parent pair that he reminded me so much of my friend's dad of mm-hmm. like just being so strict and like so rule following and like wasn't understanding. And the the child is just like, dad, you don't get it. It's kind of like Lindsay Lohan and Freaky Friday. And she's like, mom, you're ruining my life. And like mm-hmm. as an adult watching Freaky Friday, you understand, especially that version, you understand mm-hmm. that like Jamie Lee Curtis is going through it herself. Right. And like n- both of them want to connect with each other. And they're both like, uh, like, like the opposite magnets that are, you know, repelling each other away instead of actually connecting. Um, and it's an exaggerated version of like what we all experience in some level. So I don't know. I mean, that was a very long winded answer, but I don't think that there was ever a point where I thought, Oh, th- these are my parents. Oh right, my gosh. Right, that's so yeah. crazy. There's but definitely I like there's little helpful. things about, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely little things about characters that you're like, oh, my mom says something like that. Or <laughs> my dad, my dad, you know, would sing it like yeah. that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just remember, especially because high school, you know, mid high school is when I found Next to Normal, which mm-hmm. is a musical that Rachel and I both love and we've talked about on the podcast go listen to our deep dive on next to normal that we did that every day every time i re-listen to next normal i'm like oh we didn't talk about that on that episode we should have talked about that a little bit more too much to talk about maybe we'll we'll do a re-deep dive in like 10 years uh, on it and be like yeah whether or not theater nerds is happening then we'll Mm -hmm. just come out with an episode Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Whether or not people want it or not. (laughs) No, it's not about them, Taylor. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, But I remember, especially, like, it's funny, like, obviously then I, like, connected so much with Natalie and just, like, feeling a lot of her same feelings in when I was in high school. And now, and even, it's so funny, like, next to normal which is so such a weird I I don't know why my brain is like this but now that I am a dad and I am a parent I am a parent pair I'm a parent pair with my own wife um my favorite parent pair me and my wife (laughs) (laughs) um is that I'm I I've talked about this on the podcast how I sing next to normal to my child I literally sing I miss the mountains all the time so I don't know what what that has to say about me um but yeah it is a good song. Although it's about like <laughs> it's about, about like missing, missing manic episodes. Yes, I get it. Exactly. Yeah. And my child loves that. So um but I also think about like regional theater and children's theater a lot. Obviously, kids are playing adults. Kids like mm-hmm. kids are playing parents. Mm-hmm. And I think about that a lot about how like they're just like acting the way they think that like adults act and parents act. 
mm-hmm. things like that. Or they're doing what their like director wants them to do uh, of how parents act. And I think that's an interesting like look at it of like, oh, the in these regional theaters, like kids are just doing that, like they're doing their best parents. <laughs> they're, they're doing, doing their, their best. best. Yeah. Well, I think that one of the things that we've talked about before about why we love musical theater or theater Mm -hmm. so much and why we think that children should participate in some way, shape or form in theater is because it allows us to think about an experience that is not our own in a way that is not fully unsafe to our actual experience. Right. Like as a kid, when we played something else when I played the matchmaker on in Mulan which lol at all that but right like (laughs) someone was like think about what the matchmaker would be thinking about yeah I have no experience being Mm. anything related to what the matchmaker's character arc would have been in my life I know you're a little bit of a matchmaker (laughs) you know not during that time and not with the standards of society right like we just like there's just a lot you did play a clownfish and you've never been a clownfish I don't know Every day, you don't know what I do every day. You're right. You're right. I'm not with you all the time. (laughs) No, but you know what I mean? Like, you have a moment and you are, someone asks you, What is your motivation? Essentially, I mean, they ask you that in an age appropriate way, but they ask Mm -hmm. you, What's your character's motivation? How would they say it? And of course, as a 12 year old, you're not going to play an adult who's a single parent whose child is going through Mm. a mental health crisis as well as you might when you're 24 and understand what it's like to go through a mental health crisis. What show is this? I wonder what this is. I don't know. You know what I mean, Mm. though? Or it's hard to play a parent who, I mean, just thinking about regional productions of Les Mis, how do you play a parent Mm -hmm. who, you know, basically has to sell herself in order to protect her child mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. the person who's doing this is maybe 18 mm-hmm. or 17 yeah. or 16 yeah. and they only know what they know. And, and in some ways that's what mm-hmm. the acting part is, right. Is for them to get out of there. Rachel's cat is staring experience. me in the eyes right behind. <laughs> Sorry. I just had to reference that. Carlos is just here yeah. hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I think that it's just very interesting. I think also, I've said this before, stages allow us to think about the, it it is a safe tableau of our, potentially of our lives Mm -hmm. in a way that allows us to assess, are the stakes in our lives actually as high as we're making them, right? When someone else is adding drama to Mm. something we're watching and we think, oh, they're adding drama or, oh, I feel all these emotions maybe we're better able to process the things that are happening in our own lives. Maybe not, but maybe. Right. Nothing in next to normal was happening in my actual life. Right. My mom did not, was not diagnosed with bipolar depression, but there are things that you, when there is great art and great things, you can take that and still take things and apply it to your life. And we Um, have a human emotions and, the yeah. range of emotions that we might feel on behalf of someone can also be the emotions we feel on behalf of ourselves. And mm-hmm. in a lot of spaces, we don't allow ourselves to do that, except for when we're consuming visual art, I think. Yeah. And we do with TV. Why do you cry when something happens on TV that has never, ever happened to you in your life? <laughs> well, it's because you can yeah. emote about mm-hmm. that experience for someone else and also be emoting about your own experience without it being about you. Right. Yeah. Whew, man. We really uh, dove well, in. Um, yeah, we really dove in. And with that, we, so the way we kind of split this up and 
I'll get into my set in a second. The way but that Taylor split, told me yeah, to think about yes, this. Yes, I did. I said, Rachel, well, first of all, I pitched this this episode a while ago. And then I said, Rachel, what if we, this past week, I said, what if we split it up into three categories? She was like, cool. And I said, one, parents that we would want as parents. So there's that. Which has nothing it to say about I do want to, I want a disclaimer, like nothing to say about our parents. These are just. Oh, yeah, yeah. A what if scenario? No, I know. I'm just putting the disclaimer out there. Oh yes. In case my mom gets back. I'm just kidding. Mr. Mrs. Reed. Yeah. Um. uh, Then horrible parents. Maybe parents we don't want as our parents. Um. You know. Deadbeats. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And then characters that. And this is how I put it. Characters that take parental roles but aren't parents. Okay. So then, so I heard Tay say that, and here's mm-hmm. what I came up with. I The want is right. I have yeah. the want. Parents we would want. And then I heard him say unlikely pairs, or unlikely mm-hmm. parents. But in my mind, I heard unlikely, unlikely pairs. Par- the, pairs. Yeah. Yeah. So then right. I picked pairs of parents who I feel are unlikely to be, one, parents, and two, to be pairs themselves. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And then... As I was doing that, I realized that the majority of that list were probably actually the bad parents and were like the Love horrible it. parents. And so I mm. reframed it and I said parents with lots of trauma. And so that's my group. I so that. I have three categories. And then Taylor also yeah. said, because I maybe didn't interpret the unlikely parents in the right way, I have two names of people or characters who are not actually parents, but act as if they are. Correct. Yes. And what's great about mine is that even though we are saying parent pairs, I really only have like two or three sets of parent pairs and all my other ones are just individual parents. I love that for you. Okay, great. <laughs> because, I can't wait to talk you know, about it. It's going to be great. Yeah. So let's start. Do we want to start positive or negative? How do you want to start? Um, wherever you want to start. Let's start with the bad ones so we can end okay. on, a, on a fun note. Yeah. Okay. Who do you think is like, when you think of like a character that's like, that's a horrible parent, like quintessential. Because I think there is one that I think if oh, any wow. everybody thinks of, I know, oh, in the theater no, space, maybe I'm not. everyone thinks of. <laughs> okay, but you have to remember that I wrote these as if first they were the category of unlikely to right, parents. Right. Right. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. like people who probably shouldn't be parents and should not mm-hmm. be parenting together, but are. And then I realized very quickly that they're probably also bad <laughs> parents. Right. And so right. I reframed the category. I have one individual okay. parent in particular right. okay. that I think is like one that everyone thinks of, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay. I hope I, I hope you can name it. Do it. Who well, I can it name it because I have it on my list. <laughs> Oh, and this is. is Mama Rose from Gypsy. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. She's yeah, so, yeah, yeah. She's the worst. She's, She's like, worst. basically puts her daughter up for like, oh, God. Like stripping. Uh, and does she want her to? Like, does the daughter want to? I don't know. This is the moment where you're like, if this movie, wow, if this musical was me- remade in. 2023 we would think we might get a little bit more of a backstory yeah. about the trauma of mama rose but it's gonna get revived in five years no but you know what i Foster. mean i mean we Just, all know this oh well but like the idea that maybe we would feel 
I mean, she's terrible, but maybe we would understand her a bit more. Mm-hmm. Right now, mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah, that's, yep, she is the worst. Oh, that was she good. She is, yeah. I think we're done. <laughs> and that's our show, folks. Um, also, I do want to caveat, too, that I didn't mention before, is that I have a lot of names on these lists. So yeah. Rachel may be done, and then I'll just rattle off a billion. Yeah, so, that sounds yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, because you, you, you we sourced them differently. Yeah, we, yes, we did. We did. Okay, so in my bad parent, you used you used I used Wikipedia and you and used I a dictionary. My <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in in the the these parents clearly have trauma. They probably shouldn't be parents together. They probably maybe because of this bad parents. Mm-hmm. The number one that I like immediately thought of, um, is uh Bruce and Helen Bechtel from Fun Home. Love it. I have Bruce Bechtel under my horrible parents. Yeah. And I, you know, I put him under there and I wasn't sure about it. First of all, I've never seen Fun Home. But second of all, oh. I, I was not him. sure because I was like, is that being too like harsh? Like, I know he's a bad, like, I know there are moments where he is. I mean, I guess there are a little moments. Is there a moment where Mama Rose is a good mom? I don't know. No. <laughs> but yeah. So, and it's nuanced, I guess, is really what it is. But. Well, I think this the these three shows that I have parent pairs for mm-hmm. are all shows where we get enough backstory to understand why the parents have made these decisions, and yet it's not excusable, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so Bruce and Helen Bechtel, I think especially being together, Helen just lets Bruce... Okay, for those who don't know Fun Home, this is the musical... Uh, Alison Bechtel is the daughter of the two parents that we just named, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go over the plot, but of the Bechtel test, yes, yes. Some important sub notes is that Bruce is gay and hiding it, and yeah, but so like, it's like the 70s, maybe. But he's like hiding it from his yeah. wife and hiding it from his kids, and also like definitely homophobic, which is weird mm-hmm. because he's also. Well, I mean, it makes sense, but is he's also gay and he is secretly or not so secretively seeing some people on the side and one in particular and Allison, the daughter, finds out anyway. But Helen totally knows that this is what's happening because it's very clear throughout the musical that these things are happening and Helen just kind of brushes it aside. And also Bruce is very like, we need to have it this way and this way and this way. He's very strict. He's very like tightly wound, I might say. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he doesn't have a very good relationship with his his kids. And neither does Helen because she's just kind of picking up the pieces Mm. from that. Allison, the main character of fun home feels neglected and is also going through her own journey told by three versions of herself. So I just feel like I can understand why both of these parents act in the way that they act. Mm -hmm. And also it's not enough to excuse their behavior because they're bad at being parents. Right. Yeah. Also the product of their time, unfortunately, like, of course, especially Bruce and, like if he was parenting now, maybe it would be a little bit different. But um, yeah, I think it, yeah. it's a very nuanced, horrible parent. I will say. Yeah. Lots of yeah. things happening. What's your next? What's what's one of your next ones? Um, let's see. I have uh, Frank Abagnale Senior and Paula Abagnale in Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> Why the heck would you have those, Taylor? Well, listen. 
I guess they're divorced, but they basically forced their son in the, I mean, they basically forced their son into a life where he has to like run away and doesn't want to like make, he wants to make bad decisions. I mean, he, I mean, it's a true story. So this really happened. And he basically wanted to just like run away from his feelings and didn't want to face like the, his real life and basically created versions of himself that weren't true. So I would say bad parents. <laughs> I would say they might stamp. be bad parents. Yeah. Bad parents, stamp. Bad parents, stamp. Uh, <laughs> for those at home, I stamped the screen. <laughs> stamp. No, okay. for the audience. Yeah. 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 That's good. Thank like you. That. Thank you. Okay. Do you want Who me else to tell you? Yeah. So my next one are also parents that are no longer together and they're bad parents because they probably should never have been parents together. And separately, they're trying to be the hard part is they're trying to be good parents to their mm-hmm. son, but together they're just bad parents and they maybe mm. have their own trauma. They try to make it work. Maybe in the end it works out okay because everyone has more trauma. I don't really know. But that's Marvin and Trina from Falsetto. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought of this one, but I didn't put it on my list. Um, mostly because I was trying to be a little bit I I knew I knew I know how Rachel thinks too. So um I was trying to be a little bit different. But yeah. Um yeah, yeah I love this. And so, so would we put like Marshall and Trina and Trina in the good parents category. I'm not even sure about that, but no, I don't yeah. think so. I just I think that they're just uh, no. Maybe Marvin is the narcissist, but there's just so much happening mm-hmm. to them and for them, their own experience that they are just completely ignoring Jason. Yeah. I mean, and not fully, yeah. obviously, because. I would say Marvin in particular, but yes. Yeah. Weirdly, Wizard is the one who I think Trina, if Trina and Wizard would be the best parent pair. Yeah. Together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because Marshall and Marvin are similarly narcissistic. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or the lesbians from next door. They would be good parents. They would be good parents. Yeah. Well, maybe not though. They don't want to be parents. True, but yeah. the but one of them's a doctor, so I don't think that means yeah. she wants to be a parent. But yes, <laughs> I'm just saying she would make a good parent because she's a doctor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, my next one may come as a shock to Rachel, oh. but uh, I really love this show a lot. One day we will talk about it on the podcast. Maybe soon. Who knows. Um, and this is the one, the only, the smash hit. That's right. Alexander Hamilton is my horrible parent of the year. Just kidding. I thought Uh, about putting him on my list. mm -hmm. I mean, listen, in real life, he had like a bajillion children. And in the show, he has Philip. So if we're just thinking about the show, he has Philip. We're doing the music. We're doing the music. No, I know. I know. I know. I realize. But he... I mean, let's just look at the list. Like, he basically only worries about his work. He doesn't really worry about his family. And when he does... Maybe he married he... the wrong woman also. True. When he does, he basically gives him a gun and says, go to a duel. And then because of that, his son dies. And then... <laughs> I don't know. 
and, and then, then basically he deals with that trauma by well, sleep, cheating on right, right. his wife. That's it. Yeah, and then well, I think the cheating happens oh, before his son dies. Yeah, 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 that's right. Mm-hmm. But he sleeps with someone else and then puts it in the newspaper himself, and then like imagine being that's your dad. You're like, hey, my dad slept with someone and he wrote about it. So, and then he told yeah. me I should fight someone and that they were gonna not kill me, and then I died. Yeah, right, right. That feels like yeah. bad parenting. I know. Yeah. I haven't done that with my son yet, but he's only four months. So, so yeah. yeah. I, well, I would say it's a bad parenting move, so let's not. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to take after Hamilton. That's all I'm saying. That's good. Good, yeah. good to know. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> uh, I only have one more bad parent pair, right. Taylor. Okay. And I'll, I'll go through my other ones. So this one is from a musical I think we've talked about because it's been, it's still currently playing. What? Hello? It's currently still playing uh, on Broadway. And I don't know when we talked about it, if I fully or we fully talked about this parents, the parents in it, because it's mostly about the girl, the main girl in this musical. But her parents um, are just kind of self-obsessed. I wouldn't say they're narcissistic. One of them is a hypochondriac for sure. The other is borderline alcoholic addictive parent and the two of them have decided to have another child even though their child if they had it together would likely have the same disease as the main character who the show is about we come Mm. to find out spoilers spoilers lots of them coming ahead so so sorry we find out that actually that the wife had uh, had sex with the neighbor in order to have the baby so that it wouldn't have the same genetics as what's currently happening. But the wow. opening, did you know that? No, I did not. Oh shit. Sorry. Taylor. No, it's okay. Okay. But so the opening is this, scene, is this Kimberly Akimbo? Yes. This is yes, Kimberly okay. Akimbo. Yeah. The opening scene, you see Buddy and Patty Lovaco and Patty is being fed by Buddy, like a baby bird or no, by Kimberly. Um, like a baby bird because both of her arms are in a cast and like two scenes later buddy comes to pick up kim kimberly from um from her skate rink and he's drunk and he can't drive and so it's just like that's the beginning of you meeting Mm. these parents and you learn a lot a lot more about how they're raised and what they've gone through in order to like watch they're watching their only born child die Right. Um, in such a very painful way. Uh, and also it, understanding how and why they are the way they are does not excuse how they are absolutely trash parents, like completely terrible parents. Yeah. It sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, um, I have a lot more on my horrible parents yeah, list. Yeah, I'm just going to run through this it. list. Um, please, let's please. see. Maybe also the second most horrible parents under Mama Rose is the Tenardiers. they're the worst they're the worst they're so bad i feel so bad i love them so much um zeus for the quick moment zeus from hercules fair very not a great parent um shrek's parents from shrek would say when they (laughs) send you off on the birthday it's pretty sad yeah so sad um rentier (laughs) stiefel from Swing Awakening, <laughs> no. not great. No, no. Oh, um, that's sad. A bad one. Yeah. 
that's really so bad. bad. There's okay. a whole song that Jonathan Groff sings to the dad about yeah. it. Um, and then last but not least, the OG, the wonderful, maybe it's the wizard. I don't know. It's kind of like implied that it may be the wizard. But anyway, the dad in Wicked, Alphaba's dad, who sleeps with a maybe green person. I don't know. I, I don't know what happens here. And Someone else and drink. he drinks a lot of, he's drinking oh, a lot the of elixir. green elixir. Yeah. yeah. And then because Which it's Joel it Grey like in the original cast, it's Joel Grey's took, voice. Yeah, well, he took right. advantage of her is what it seems like because they were drunk right. on right. the green elixir is kind of what yeah. it. This one and I'm yes, saying, he's though, he's wizard. not a good dad. Of course he's the wizard. Yeah, I didn't know this. It was just. I mean, I don't yeah. know if that's true, but of course. Of course he's right. a wizard. Right, right. So yeah. I'm just saying he's a bad Terrible. Parent. Both of yeah. them are bad parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's move on to characters that take a parental role but aren't parents. And I, boy, do I have some doozies in this one. Is this also my category of unlikely parent pairs? Yes, unlikely pair, <laughs> unlikely pairs. There's the Asian pair. There's the green pear apple. pair. The parapple. The parapple. The apple pair. There's the yeah. yeah. Oh, Harry and David pairs. Yeah. My favorite. Um. Okay. I because I have the one. Oh, Harry. Parents, Sorry. The parents that aren't parents, and then I have pairs of parents who are unlikely parent pairs. Take a Peter shot for every time. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Well, well I was going to say Peter Piper packed a pair packed of a parent pair pe- of parent pairs. Pe- pairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay. What, hit you hit him. First. Hit him. Oh, I oh, go first. I, which okay. one am I going? I'm, you go first. Yeah. Okay. I'll just go through mine. Um, I have one bad one, which didn't technically cover my horrible parent because he's not a parent. He's just, uh, he okay. takes a parental role. And that's Frollo from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Horrible, horrible yeah. parent. And um, he's, he's not a parent. He's just a parental figure. And um, hides a little hunchy away into the into the Notre Dame and it's so sad Rachel's doing a sad face right oh, now sad. I know it's also so sad so um, okay. on the flip side we have Abuela from In the Heights Abuela we love Claudia. her <laughs> yeah Abuela Claudia yeah. what a great parental figure oh, in that show that so, so good, good. Um, yeah oh. okay and then hear me out here in yeah. this one we've talked about this this character recently because I'm pretty sure I have this character listed on my Tony's rewind on this character. And this is Annie because she's a parent to Sandy. She's Sandy's parent. (laughs) You couldn't have done grace or Mr. War daddy Warbucks or Miss Hannigan. You literally said Annie, the actual child is the parent. Yes. To Sandy. Yes. This is what I'm saying wow. to the dog. Yeah. Um, on the no. flip side, as far as children, uh, Wendy Darling is the parent figure to all the lost boys in That's Peter true. Pan. They Agreed. all call her mother. Yes. Well, speaking of Peter Pan, I have one from Peter Pan. Are you ready? Oh, I and love this, this is who I thought you were gonna name. But obviously, Nana is a parental figure yes. to the mm-hmm. children. 
I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Nana dog. We love her. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay. And this may There's be a little bit Taylor of a stretch. But you. Yes, of course. Um, this may be a little bit of a stretch, but I just thought this was funny. Uh, Elder Price being a parental figure to Elder Cunningham. <laughs> he thinks. Yes. He thinks he is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think and, he is. You know, of course, with Josh Gad and Andrew yeah. Annals back on Broadway. Why we are had they so cute? That. Yeah. So cute. Um, three more. I have Mary Poppins being the parental figure, of course, to Jane and Michael. I think that's pretty self explanatory. And we talked about last week me being Mr. Banks and going back to work. Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh. Jack Kelly, of course, being the parental figure to all those newsies. <laughs> no, he is yeah. not. Yes, he is. He's like he's he so takes parental. care of all of them. Uh, well, who else would it be? Debatable. Crunchy. <laughs> oh, Crunchy. He's definitely the parental figure to Crunchy. Okay, fine. Yeah. Pipes. Pipes. Uh, and then last but not least. Maybe the greatest parental figure of all because he is the oh. one, the only Jesus in Godspell. He's the parental figure to all the disciples in Godspell. That's just <laughs> not right, Taylor. He's all of our parents. He's he's Jesus. No. Oh my gosh, Tay. <laughs> I I I wanna argue that for the actual Godspell. The musical itself. Because he is not, he may be teaching them things, sort of, but he yeah. is definitely not the parent. He in Godspell. I, in Jesus Christ Superstar, I'll give you that I think Mary is the parent. She's but he's like the, the leader. He's the leader in the, in the past. That doesn't mean he's the parent. I'm saying parental figure. He's Okay. He's, well, my yeah. parental figure, Miss Honey, would like to say that you have to care more about mm. people. Well, yeah, Miss Honey. Is, a lot of caring. Yeah, yeah she's definitely mm. the parent parent who's not a parent in that scenario. Miss Honey and Jesus should get together and <laughs> swap stories. <laughs> and start a, and and that school would be amazing if Miss Honey and Jesus yeah. As long as they figure out how to not have Miss Trunchbull or Miss Hannigan or right. any of the Talk other about horrible parents, Miss Trunchbull. Yeah. Or maybe LaBird. I mean, just any, mm-hmm. any of them can't come. Yeah. So let's just have a Captain giant Hook. house with all of our favorite Broadway characters. So I have a question. Do you think Captain Hook is the parent of Smee then? I don't know. That's a good question. Of of all the pirates, maybe. Friends. Of all the pirates. And he's just the leader. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I guess that would make Tiger Lily the parental figure of all the Indians. Yeah. I don't know. I have some unlikely parent pairs. Mm, love As a reminder, that's where my last category started. <laughs> and then I realized they actually yep. might be the bad mm. parents. So these are people who I don't understand really how they are together. And two, in some way they eventually become parents, but they might not mm. have been parents the whole time in their musical or show. So first, right off the bat, is Adam and Barbara Matland from Beetlejuice. Love this. Maitland? How do you say that last name? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. 
or Ooh. beet juice, as we call it. Two beet weeks juice. Ago. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> as what's her name called it? Lauren Beber. Too soon. It's just till too yeah. soon. Um, yeah. No. Okay. First of all, how did they find each other? How did they fall in love? They just feel a mm-hmm. little mismatched. Maybe we'll see it in the Beetlejuice sequel. I mean, they just feel a little mismatched. Maybe. I also think they really so badly want to be parents. Obviously, that's kind of their right. whole plot line. And um, they eventually do become parents in some way, shape, or form. And I just find them very un- – they're a very unlikely parent pairing and also unlikely parents. I think that they're good at being parents probably. Um, they seem like they're really intentional. But they're just a little – they're just a little unlikely. Just a Misguided. Little yeah. Maybe I should have categorized this strange as mm, my category. Yeah. Spooky. It's just a little strange. Say. It's maybe not spooky, but it well, for me, it'll be this spooky. The next musical, yeah. wild turn if it's spooky. So the next two I have. Now hear me out. Oh, I'm so ready. They were the first people I thought of, and I thought Rachel, we can't do this. Because at first I thought maybe I would want them as my parents, and then I then oh, I right, right, then yeah, I yeah. soon thought that's not true. And that is no one but Horton and Gertrude from Musical. <laughs> I mean, they would be good parents. They are good parents to their Dustbeck and their egg bird. Mm-hmm. Elephant. What elephant bird. Again? Elephant bird, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but also they're just their baby's not a dustbag. They also are caring for the dustbag. <laughs> their parent is the dustbag. Oh, also. Right, their right, parent right. is the dust back yes, with all the okay. who's. I thought you were saying their baby is a dustbag. Their other one. No, they have two babies. They, they really went from zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah. And one of their babies has like a billion babies on it. So many people. It's a whole planet. Yeah. So I just want to say though, the trajectory of the musical doesn't lead me to believe that they've fully resolved whatever was going on with them their own selves in order to be good parents but i think that they're just they want well i would say gertrude's arc is like she realizes she loves herself i feel like and then she then can love horton in the right way yeah well i mean that he needs to sit on an egg i don't know i just got some questions for horton i got some questions for seussicals to realize that Gertrude loves him. That's what he needs. Uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. they're an unlikely mm-hmm. parent pair. Maybe True. they would be good at being your parent. I don't really know. But they're certainly a little unlikely. Coming soon. Susical 2, the musical. Where Horton and I Gertrude parent a dustbeck. Parent the dustbeck and their elephant bird. Mm-hmm. Elephant. Yeah. It's an elephant bird. Oh, I remember That's exactly how they say it because you immediately mm. go into oh the things you can think and once mm. again you know the yeah, reprise. It's just like in Shrek with the donkey dragon. That's exactly what hey, it is. Hey, hey. Oh no, that's yeah. the wrong song. Talk about parent pair, donkey and the dragon. Yes. Also, yes. Yeah. All righty. Well, who do we want as parents, Taylor? Um well I have no? Oh, yeah, oh, yes. Okay. No, no. We're good. Yeah. Who do we want to speak to? Right. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, isn't that our next category? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Who do we want as pants? Well, my first 
actual parent pair because all my other ones are just individual parents. I love that. That's amazing. Um, are talk about spooky season because one of our favorite spooky musicals, and that's right, Morticia and Gomez Adams, <laughs> the Adams musical. I got them the family. You do. <laughs> Yeah, I have yes. them online. Uh, you know, maybe they're misguided a little bit, but they really do love their children. Oh, gosh. And they love each other so yes. much. And they do love each other so much. And that's oh, what you need for a healthy, as healthy parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not afraid to be weird. Affectionate. Yeah, well, yes. Also that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even in Happy Sad Alone, the song, I mean, you can tell how much love Gomez has for Wednesday. And I think... Yeah. Hopefully, um, he would have as much love for her as he would for me. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And specifically, Nathan Lane and BB Newer. Definitely, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or Brooke uh, Shields. I mean, if she was great, who knows? Yeah. I know that. <laughs> The Wednesday <laughs> that yeah was like amazing. I'm just gonna clip that out and keep it forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know about that Wednesday Adams thing on Netflix, which I did watch or whatever whatever streaming service. I didn't on finish Netflix, it. Right? I only it was, watched it. Was very, it was pretty good. I really enjoyed yeah. it. But any music? Yeah, I was gonna say I do yeah. think that if everyone had just had a moment and went to see when uh the Adams family musical we would all be happy and dandy and doing fine in this world not yeah. really but kind of sure. i mean come on yeah um i'm just gonna go through my list here some of the some yes. of the great parents in my opinion maybe one of my favorite parents is uh tevia from fiddler on the roof i think would be such <laughs> be such a fun family to be a part of you'd be like oh my dad is you know, clucking like a chicken and Don't wishing you think he, he was goes rich. into the bad parent category? No, because I th- I think at the end of the show, you realize like he really does love his children. I don't now, know. See, I think none of the people I put in my bad ca- parent category necessarily don't love their children. They just yes, but I think he's just doing his to best. Love their children in a way that is right. helpful to the children. I think he's doing his best because even his daughter who runs away with the Russian, like yeah. he truly does care and love for she, He's just, she's just doing something that he doesn't approve of, but he's, he really does care for her. I feel like, and I think there is hope at the end of the show is what I'm saying for their relationship. Okay. I still would put him in the bad parent pa- that category. <laughs> Rachel I just doesn't think like that. Oh no, I I just think that he just similar to like all of the people I named, they have a lot of trauma, which doesn't mean that they themselves yeah. are horrible people. Like there's a difference, I guess, between Mama Rose and what we know about Mama Rose and what we know right. about the. Well, other obviously, people. Mama Rose has trauma, but. <laughs> right, but what we know about her, we don't know, but so much about her. Right. Her experiences. Right. Anyway. Well, she was a real person too, so. Uh, There's that. Also true. Yeah. yeah. Um, Donna Sheridan from Mamma Mia. Mm, I don't know if I necessarily want her as a mom, but she's fun and she she's Meryl Streep fun. sometimes. And <laughs> when she's Meryl Streep, I'll take her. Yeah. 
and um, she has some great stories about she sleeping does. with three men around the same time. So, yeah. Um, Heidi Hansen from Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, I was wondering. Yeah. Yes. I think, again, this goes into the she's just trying her best within the show. And she's doing she's doing what she can. But especially with So Big, So Small. I mean, she is just putting it all out there and trying to be honest with her kid. And I think that would be, she would be a really good, like, fun, cool mom to hang out with. Yeah, I think what makes, in my opinion, what makes Heidi different from some of the other people I would put in my bad category mm-hmm. is that Heidi's trajectory of her character moves from I'm doing what I need to do and what I know to do in order to take care of my child, even though it's not connecting with Mm -hmm. my child. And they hit this moment where she realizes she has to change how she's approaching. Correct. You know, Evan. Yeah. And she does. And she also is real and is honest and is communicative. And then their relationship changes. Mm -hmm. And And same with him too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. it's just all about her, obviously. The show is Dear Evan Hansen. But right. um, I do think that I do think that part of what makes her a good parent is her ability to change and adapt to what her son actually needs. Yeah. And that, is it drama because she waited so long? Yes. I mean, that's not mm-hmm. I mean, we could say is that her fault? Is that his fault? I don't really know. It's just kind of what happened. Um, but also, and I'll, but I also, think I think it's realistic. It. No, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I think it's it's real. But she's a single mom, um, also. Yeah, yeah, and she's doing her best, like I was saying. Um, Jean Valjean from Les Mis, I think he's he's a he's I think he's a great parent to goes out. He really just tries to put, you know, put her in safe situations. Does he shield her from the world a little bit? Maybe, but uh, I would love to have <laughs> maybe. I mean, yeah, Jean Valjean has a great voice, so I would love to have him sing lullabies to me. So, <laughs> um, alongside that, Javert, right? Who Not probably Javert. would be a bad parent, yeah. whose kids are there. at home trying to figure out where he is because he's running after Jean Valjean. For um, years, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, along the same lines, Daddy Warbucks, of course, the ultimate daddy zaddy that you want in your life. Gross. I want a Pedro Pascal Daddy Warbucks on Broadway. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. The ultimate yeah. daddy. Yeah. Pedro Pascal. And then my last two are, as I look at them, are maybe the top two moms okay. you would want to have as parents in the Broadway world. Oh, wow. One of them from one of my favorite musicals that is within the last 20 years but came out in the last 20 years but it's just such a great musical and she is mom to four daughters that love her dearly and that's right because that's marmy from little women i'm crying i know i think marmy is such a great mom and she loves her, her her daughters and um yes she would be a great mom such such a cozy like warm blanket of a mom yeah, um, she's also got a lot going on. Like even I'm mean, not yeah. that we're talking about the movie version, but the newer movie version. I think even does a good job of depicting how 
of course, she's somewhat absent because she's trying so hard to be loving to everyone else and also right. eventually comes back to her children and tries to connect with them um, and mm-hmm. very clearly cares, especially while her husband is, you know, fighting. So, yeah, for sure. And then last she but not least, she does have her hands full, as all of these parents do, because mm. there's a lot going on in these plots. True. <laughs> um, so much happening. Yeah. Yeah. So much plot. Um, as last but not least, maybe I would argue one of the best mom characters. I just got to say. I'm and nervous. that's the unlikely nun who turns into a mom uh, who you know, goes to the captain's house and says, I want to be a nanny and now I'm a mom. And that's right. That's Maria Von Trapp in The Sound of Music. <laughs> I think I like she... Alita. Yeah, she's, she's just great. Like, who would not want Julie Andrews as their mom? I would love Julie Andrews as my mom. Yeah. Maria, yeah. I would think I could do with, as my mom. The captain... No, thank you. Immediately yeah. exiting the boat. Yeah. The captain will come up in maybe a, a future uh, thing that we'll talk about in uh, oh. once Rachel's done. So, okay. A little Amazing. tease there. That's what we call in the biz wow. a tease. Oh, yeah. a tease yeah. even I don't know about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I have two parent yes. pairs because I okay, stuck I love with this. pairs who yeah. I, I think I would want as parents. Mm. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean they're amazing as parents or without conflict, but I think. I think I would want them as parents. Mm-hmm. I think we could do it. And that's Wilbur and Edna Turnblad from Hairspray. <laughs> I love this. That's so great. That also is kind of your parents' vibe a little bit. <laughs> they just, they're just so weird. And they just love each other so much. And they Such like a this, weird pairing. Oh, my gosh. And they lo- yeah, yeah, such a weird pairing. And they love their daughter. And they encourage her in, like, yeah. weird, strange ways. And they're mm-hmm. just here trying to be good for her. And th- I know that she, Tracy obviously thinks that they're trying to hold her back a little, but I think that's partly just her perspective on them. Like at, at the end of the day, they come around and welcome to the sixties is just such an amazing song and just all that. So I, I just love I Wilbur and Edna. Yeah. yeah. I just, I think, I really just think that they're actually really good parents. And the, mm-hmm. and I think one of the things that you said about Morticia because, and Gomez, which I had on my list also, is their mm-hmm. love for each other is what helps us make us feel like they're good yeah. parents. For sure. Yeah, and the I plot line also that helps. Yeah. yeah. So my next one, there's some trepidation about, I will say. Mm. Um, because the dad, mm, is he a good parent? He's kind of being a little a little too strict he's making up some rules he's maybe afraid of <laughs> and he's being a father too afraid of who he could become mm. but then i think they get it together and then of course he dies and it's just so sad and that's <laughs> Kala from tarzan <laughs> i thought of this bear oh my god and i think that i would yeah. really love them as parents and also yeah. be so tragic mm-hmm. to have them die have him die. I just did not After. expect you to be like, and then the dad died. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, where is this heading? This is the but drama I, really, I needed. I really, I really think that that's yeah. partly what it's hard because you understand that that tr- like that's right. Once there's a reconciliation, part of the repiecing from the trauma mm-hmm. is Tarzan 
and his mom's relationship with each other and Tarzan's relationship to the world that he's in and also the world that he's mm-hmm. going to be a part of and already technically mm-hmm. a part of. And so I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just a big show about family and identity and love. And I just yeah. feel like they are good parents, even though it's really hard for them. And that yeah. song they sing together makes me weep every time. Sure as the why. sun turns to moon. Yeah. Sure mm. as the sun turns to moon. It's so cute. Mm. Oh, I love that song. I love that. Okay. All right. Tease away, Taylor. What one? are we? That was my last one. I love it. Oh my gosh. I had so many. I just like rambled on for so long. And I love your little. These are my parent pairs. I love it. I just. Well, I just thought about the ones. So. And then I was like, well, this is what I'm doing. So this is a tease. I told Rachel about this before we were recording. Not too much about it. But I was writing this list. While my. uh, I was writing this list. And my wife was in the room. And I was telling her about this episode. And she was like, oh. I would definitely do this And I was like okay And I was like wait 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 Let's add some more to this list And she was like okay And I was like can I share this on the podcast And she was like yes it's fine So <laughs> this like, is a I list guess. of Dilfs that Kat wants me to read off This is um, of course Dads <laughs> I would like to fight <laughs> Wow yeah, you really yes. got um, So yes. spicy so quick. I'm so here fast, right at the it. end here. So the first wow. dilf that apparently my wife not, wants not to prepare for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is um not none other than of course I said if we would bring it back to Captain Von Trapp. I was like Captain number one. Von Trapp is yes, one? yes, Are that's number joking? one for her. Is what she was No, I don't know. Sorry, cat. I, I guess I need to buy a uniform. Um, <laughs> Oh Number two. Okay, the next two I just want to preface are technically in in their previous iterations animated characters. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. But the second one is none other than the king of the seas himself, and that's King Triton. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. 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 And bad again, parent though. Yeah, loves Ariel. And his True. children, but bad yeah. at parenting. I would argue all three of these parents are bad parents. <laughs> Number three she is... Has, she has a type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one in the sky, the one that the lions talk to, and that's right. Mufasa is number three. <laughs> yes, Mufasa I so is have words for the fact that yeah. you named two out of three of those are yeah. animated for yes. most of our lives. That's what okay. I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Rachel, I'm I am putting you on the spot, but do you have any any dills that you would this like? It's just so challenging. I offered to her Dan Goodman from Next to Normal, oh, and no. she was like, Oh no. <laughs> she said no. Dare I say the baker, maybe, depending on Ooh, depending yeah. on who's I mean, playing James the baker. <laughs> no, not when it's James Gordon. <laughs> but but I would say, um, what about um okay oh god <laughs> that's so hard uh i just have hard. one and i forgot i'm thinking about a lot of people that i would not oh i mean right like the speaking of curse harry potter and the cursed child which was i know last week's converse part of last week's teaser at the beginning but harry potter 
Yeah, I mean like Harry yeah. Potter or Ron. Yeah. Yeah. Those They're both dads. Good, those are some good. Maybe even Malfoy, who is now a dad. Well, well. I mean, those wow. are all all of those were good options. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I feel also maybe Prince Charming's parents or dad. I feel like he's probably attractive. Like in the Brandy version? No, I'm just thinking. Yeah, like Victor Garber? Yeah. I mean, I would argue Daddy Warbucks is kind of a delf, but <laughs> Rachel's grimacing. No. <laughs> no. Let's see if any of mine on my list do I feel that way. Yeah. I don't feel that way about any of these people on my list, mm-hmm. so that's not helpful. Well, I mean, there you have on... it. <laughs> Oh, also no. Okay. Well, no. well, let us know your DILFs and your MILFs. I don't know if we want to talk about MILFs, I but can't. Uh, <laughs> we will not be using that hashtag because yeah. who knows what's yes. going to happen. True, true. Uh, I just wanted to end it on that fun, you know, that's a note that everyone will remember with parent pairs. So that is the, yeah. br- that's the garlic bread side to yeah. Yeah. the spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> that True. we just had. I would argue that's like the Parmesan cheese, actually. That you I tell just them feel like stop. it's a whole other thing that's helped, yeah, like that's, that's just out of this world yeah. garlic bread, you know? Yeah. The tiramisu dessert is really what it is. Ah, what? Yeah, I mean, yeah. our appetizer was whatever it was, so. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it was, that's right. Uh, Rachel, thank you for having this parent, this pair discussion. Yeah, with me. parent yeah. pairs. Yeah. Parenting. Yeah. What's your favorite pair? pair? <laughs> Harry and David. I already answered this question. Yeah. Oh yeah, Harry and David. For Not sure. a sponsor, Harry and David. But if, if you, you would, would like, like to. to be a sponsor, <laughs> we will take them. them. Yeah. Thank you, Rachel. Thanks, Ty. <laughs> All right, Rachel. Let's talk about our character of the week. Let's do it. If you're new, if you're new, uh, or if you forgot, because every week you skip this section, boo. boo. This is spooky uh, <laughs> season, is, boo. Yeah, boo. I like how I'm Casper. Boo. Yeah, you're always Casper. Anyway, yeah. Thank you, the friendly ghost. Yeah. Um, that's not my character this week, but this is character of the week, and this is where T- Taylor and I think about a theater. No. We don't think about a theater character. <laughs> Taylor and I think about how we're feeling That's and right. what our vibes are. And then we scour the theater universe and find mm-hmm. a theater character who most resembles those thoughts, feelings, or vibes. And we often break the rules and sometimes pick groups of people. Musicals. Non-characters. Entire musicals. Yeah, exactly. Musical numbers. That's right. So. Sets. <laughs> <laughs> Sets. All the things. That's right. I was. Um, we would love yeah, to hear yeah. your thoughts on all these Broadway openings. Gutenberg, Merrily We Roll Along, um, you know, uh, Jordan Fisher coming to Town, And, of course, parent pairs. Who's your favorite parent pair? Is it the Asian pair? Is it the... <laughs> Is it the Harry and David pair? Right. Right. The Harry and David pair? Right. Not a sponsor, Harry and David. Just want to put that out there. Uh, we would also love to hear um, your characters of the week. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who you are this week, and you may get a shout-out on a future episode. Rachel, 
Would you like to know my character this week? Please tell me. So, this week, if, you know, you're tuning in for the first time, but for loyal listeners will know, I went back to work full-time this past week. We have a newborn in the house. Lots of things happen. We have a dog. Lots of things happening. And so, I'm kind of feeling like a little bit of a, like, like, this character is like the set up like the person that my words are not coming to me apparently (laughs) the like artistic you know set up like creator inventor and he's like he's just thinking of like a super famous painting that he's gonna paint because i'm feeling i'm just feeling like a very like i'm putting things together I'm trying to put things down, you know, get things done, that type of thing. So I am feeling like George Sorrell from Sunday in the Park with George. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? At first, I thought you were going to be yeah. the dad from Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Tinkering on Love things. That. Nope. George Sorrell. Um, yeah. Mandy Patinkin himself. Mandy Patinkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a man. <laughs> yeah. Rachel's longtime crush, Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> Something about him just draws me to him. Mm-hmm. And it's not even mm-hmm. in like a sexual way. It's just more like a, I don't know, his aura. I am just yeah. so confused by how he talks like that the whole time. Just like you are drawn to the Henry and David, Harry and David, pa- Henry and David Paris. <laughs> Harry, just like, Harry and David. <laughs> I don't know. But just like. Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> Just like it. Same yeah, yeah. same thoughts. The same feelings. Yeah. Um, Rachel, who's your <laughs> character Taylor. this week? This week I was thinking about parents because that was the topic of our uh Yep. Lots of parent feelings. Yeah. And I was thinking about parents who embody an Enneagram eights, which mm. is what I think I identify as. Um, and I'm not sure this character does all the time but when when she is the parent Mm -hmm. um because she's not always the parent (laughs) uh she is i think an enneagram eight and that's i don't know who who which character i actually am but i'm gonna go with i'm ellie blake from freaky Mm. when she is playing when she's like embodying her mom Catherine blake so so when her, the when the mom is inside her, like no, when she is inside the oh, mom. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah, because okay. when she sings, "Parents Lie" is like mm-hmm. the epitome of how I feel. Right. So good, and that's technically the character Catherine Blake being played by right. Ellie Blake. Shout out Barb and Tim. Parents Lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a and rocket Michelle song. And Steven. Yeah, we it's talked about so this. So good, yeah. yeah. That's we amazing. love you, parents. I love that. I love Freaky Friday. Oh, so good. Uh, it's yeah. underrated. Underrated. Oh, biology. Love that. So uh, if you guys would like to join in on our discussion, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and threads at theaternerdpod, and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week. I just felt like you were going to say something else while I was waiting. You were anticipating a bit. I was, yeah, I was waiting for you to say something. So chaotic. I love it so much. I'm, we're keeping all this in. 
Well, mm. I have lots of bits, and, and sometimes I have to pause because I don't want to interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh, that was so good.